Welcome back to Aliyah Yoni. Today we're going to be learning Pinchas Shishi, the sixth Aliyah in Pasha's Pinchas. Our topic today is the Korbanos of Pesach, Atzeres, that's Shavuos, Rosh Hashanah, and Yom Kippur. Those are the four paragraphs in our Aliyah. Our Aliyah is 28 Pesukim long, running from Perak Chofches in Bamidbar, Tosuk um, Tezayin to Perak Chof Tes Yud Aleph. Let's look at a basic summary and then some points to ponder. So we hear about the Korban of Pesach, which is on the 14th uh, day of the first month, which is called Pesach, and on the 15th day is a festival of seven days on which matzah is eaten. We hear that the first and seventh day there is no work, that's what we the Yomim Tavim, um, and the Korbanos are two bulls, one ram, seven lambs, and their respective meal offerings and libations, and the goat is a chattis. That's the same framework we saw as with Rosh Chodesh, and that is brought every day. Then we hear about the Yom HaBikurim, the day of the first fruits, um, when the Mincha Chadasha, the new Mincha is brought to Hashem, the new meal offering, it is a, called a holy convocation, no work is done as well, that's what we call Shavuos. It is, again, the Korban format is two bulls, one ram, um, seven lambs, they're in respect of meal offerings and libations, and a goat as a chatas. Then we hear about Rosh Hashanah. This is on the first day of the seventh month. Uh, the, it is a holy convocation. No work is done on it. It's a day of blowing, Yom Teruah. And it is the Korbanos are one bull, one ram, seven lambs, their respective meal offerings and libations, and a goat as a chattis. And this is brought in, in, in addition to the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh, because if you remember, um, Rosh Hashanah, of course, is also Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. And finally, we hear about Yom Kippur on the 10th of the 7th month. It's a holy convocation, Mikra Kodesh. It's a day one of self-affliction, Vinisimus Nafshosechem. And we hear the basic format of the Karbanos, or one bull, one ram, seven lambs. There are respective meal offerings and libations, and the, and the goat is a chattas. And this is in addition to the chattas Yom Kippurim. That is the, the offerings of the, of the, the two um, of those two goats, which are brought, one of them who sacrificed, one of them thrown over the cliff, which are discussed in Parshas Achremos. In Parshas Achremos, it does refer to the Korban, the Korban Musaf, which is mentioned here, but they're brought, this is brought afterwards as well. Okay, so let's just, uh, a few basic points to consider before moving on. So number one is, is when it comes to Pesach, it's interesting that it seems like there are two holidays. What does that mean exactly? As our Barbadell points out, you'll notice that on the 14th, day of Nisan, which is when the Korban Pesach is, um, is shechted, that is called Pesach. But the seven days thereafter, which from the 15th to the 21st, actually is called Chag HaMatzos, the festival of Matzos. Now, colloquially, we call the 15th to the 21st Pesach. That's what we call it. But technically speaking, Pesach is actually the day the Korban Pesach is brought, which is its own Chag on the 14th. And there's another four, another seven days from the 15th to 21st, which are called Chag HaMatzos, the festival of matzos. It would actually be more technically correct for us to call our festival Chag HaMatzos because that's actually the predominant mitzvah that we have remaining today. Just worthwhile noting, if you look at these psukim carefully, it creates a new format for the way we understand things. Another question, you notice that there's no date given for Yom HaBikurim, for Shavuos. Why is that? And part of the reason is, is because it isn't date specific, it's 50 days after, the, after, after counting those seven weeks from the Omer, which is on the second day of Pesach, that's when it is. So it's not date-specific, it's actually the end of the count, which is why that is omitted in this case. Another question. What is this Mincha Chadasha, this new meal offering, which is brought on Shavuos? The Maral explains, based on the Gemara, in Menachos, Daf, Pei, Dalet, that that's precisely the point over here. In fact, we are familiar with the idea that the Omer, which is the sacrifice, the meal offering brought on the second day of Pesach, 
is what's called matir achilas hediot, which means to say all grains that were planted in the previous year up till the 16th of Nisan are called chadash, and they're only able to be eaten when the korban ha'omer is brought on a second day of Pesach. And that's what's called, it's matir the chadash, and then at that point in time, all the grain of the previous year becomes yoshon, and one can eat it. That's the omer. What, we, what is lesser known is the same process works for achilas gavoya, which means the consumption of the mizbeach. That means to say that all the grains from the previous year are not allowed to be used to create the meal offerings of the mizbeach until um, the day of Atzeres, of Shavuos, on which this korban is brought, the mincha chadasha, the new mincha, thereby being matir achilas gavoya, which is fascinating. Because that means to say that the beginning of the Omer process is allowing human consumption. At the end of the Omer process, it's allowing divine consumption, so to speak. That means Be'ach can consume the new Menachos. It's just worthwhile noting that trajectory of growth through this period. Now, another question is, why does Shavuos not actually get mentioned as the time of the Matan Torah? Isn't that fascinating? The Nitziv does point out that it's, the, it's called the Shavuoseichem on your weeks. So the implication is these seven weeks and the idea of sort of this is symbol of a color walking around the chasan, the, the bride walking around the grooms the, these seven times, sort of this this image of a chuppah, which is what it's meant to be. But I once heard Rabbi Rosenzweig make the, the following point, and that is that the Torah specifically does not want to make Shavuos the day of, of celebrating Torah because Torah is not meant to be something which is celebrated one day a year. It's meant to be a part of our lives on a day-to-day, minute-by-minute, morning and evening basis. And therefore, the Torah avoids making the focus only one day. That's one possibility. Um, you'll notice, by the way, just, and I'm going to leave this for further thought, that on your Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, there's only one bull. There's only one par, as opposed to all the previous carbonates where there are two bulls. Leave that for a question as to why that should be. Finally, one last point over here, and that is if you look at the language of these four paragraphs, you'll notice one word is out of place when it comes to Rosh Hashanah. And that is, as opposed to Vikravtem Ola, you'll bring, you'll sacrifice a burnt offering. It's Vaasisem Ola. You will make an Ola. What does that mean? Why is the Rosh Hashanah changing the language over here? It's very noticeable. So the Gemara in the Yerushalmi um, it tells us a very beautiful thing. And that is the following. It says that Rabbi Yossi quotes that on Rosh Hashanah, when you do the work necessary to enter Rosh Hashanah correctly, you work on yourselves to try to be a, a new person, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, you are engineering yourself. You are making, you are making your ascent, you are making your new creation by your work. And that's why the language used is not about sacrificing, but creation. This is the process of self-creation, which we all have the ability to do every Rosh Hashanah. With this, we close the, the sixth aliyah of Pinchas. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.